A lot of the kind of like tech libertarians who are now moving to Miami to like set up like online universities, like say, is that like, yeah, you should have like universities in which like feedback is called, you have like instant feedback, right? Um, and this kind of idea that you can measure value for education or value for like, you know, time or whatever based on like in the, in the same metrics of, you know, basically like a social media platform in which like you can kind of see uh you can you you can you can see quote results in real time now obviously we sort of know that like that's bullshit and that's like really fucking dystopian and we also sort of know that the education being incentivized by those people tend to be things like computer programming that just happens to be ta- like tailored for the specific tech jobs that like they happen to be like senior managers or owners of um but it feels to me like yeah this is exactly kind of when like the when the government when like successive governments but especially like conservative government um like talks about like value for education especially when um like fees have sort of gone up they went up when i was uh when i went to university in 2010 they went obviously went up again like they kind of tripled in fees afterwards um wait no no they, the, the fee triple happened uh it was announced when i went to university but that would happen like for uh for younger people but anyway like when the when the fees like tripled that the argument being made was like yeah the value for money metric is going to be better as, as a result of this because not only will you have consumers who uh make better decisions over like what courses they take i.e ones that are like much more linked to again like you know the perpetuating managerial economy um they'll also mean that they'll demand more from like you know from their education and again like they're not demanding stuff from managers they're not demanding stuff from like you know uh yeah they're not demanding stuff from the out like from the university apparatus that like decides how their education is distributed or how it's like you know run or what type of funding it gets what they what they think is value for education is like is the professor like giving me the things that i expect whether that's like niceties or platitudes or like you know extra time or like whatever you want to call it like really what they there's a real kind of disconnect between who actually like manages education and who does, who makes these big educational decisions in public universities and who people think uh, are making those decisions. Yeah, absolutely. There's this kind of like faceless crew or, you know, of managers or a coterie of managers who are like making mm. these decisions. Right. But it's, it's, it's um, university like staff, whether that's academics or professional support staff who are like having to be the public face of all of these cuts. So when, you know, when counseling services are outsourced, it's like whoever runs that service, who has to be like, sorry, we've replaced our trained counselors with a CBT chatbot, but uh, we hope you're okay students. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, um, I think, one thing that's interesting is that students get a really hollow power in this. So there's a sense of like, you're in charge of this. This is your thing. This is your experience. This is your time. Yeah, uh, but actually, yeah. yeah, the the only way they can complain is like as consumers, right? Um, they don't right. have any real democratic say. And it's again, I mean, we could put, we could paint the story in the world of work and the world of democracy. There's that promise of like the new left of the sixties of like a fully democratic wildly massively democratic society that's co-opted whether that's in the workplace or universities to say aha Mm. here's your freedom your consumers do what you want with it um Mm. you know yeah and 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 i think that what one of the things that is quite telling about that right is that you are free to pick whichever human capital maximization strategy you want right because that's how we're seeing it and the thing is right by seeing education in this very limited way you are um, you're focusing on you're eliminating that relational part of, of the sort of 
educator uh, student relationship, but you're also totally ignoring because I, I don't want to view sort of the world of universities with two rose tinted a pair of glasses on, right? Like ultimately, these are about class reproduction. They're about social reproduction, and I think that trying to imagine sort of reforming because it. it the neoliberal view of a university basically is, Amelia, I've, I've already said this to you in, in Twitter DMs, but is basically Taylor Wimpy with a coding boot camp attached. It's a property developer and landlord where you can learn the highest possible value human capital expanding skill that you need. And there's a sort of tension there, I think, that, um, that about this role of the university that is constantly at, that is, is, is sort of exposed by the sort of relentless marketization of the uh, reforms under uh, labor, uh, conservatives, labor, uh, labor again, coalition, conservatives, right? Every single one of these governments has introduced a reform that, that sort of sharpens the contradiction between we need to develop human capital so that there are more crypto startups in Britain. And also, we need to continue reproducing class society. And where that, and the people who are holding those tensions together, often through sheer force of extra work, accepting worse conditions, and so on and so on, uh, are university workers. And I think that's one of the reasons that why, in discussing this strike, and it's uh, somewhat instructive to sort of go back and think about the high level politics of it all. Right, that these things are inextricably linked. Mm. Yeah, I think that's mm. so important because the way you put it there is really helpful. I think, and I think people have this view where they're like, the Tories just only care about Oxbridge and don't give a shit about any other universities. It's like wrong, wrong. They see these things as filtration systems for public money to go out to all kinds of private companies, whether that's like private providers of education, which are often increasingly nestled within universities, mm. like. Um, or whether that's like private developers and like, you know, like Blackstone owns student housing blocks, right? This is the situation we're in, right? Um, and I think, I think again, that what we see at the heart of this is that higher education is at once this kind of potentially transformative advanced learning that should be mm -hmm. for everyone, but it's also training for future careers. That's often the way like labor governments have looked at it as well. And the other one is that, as you say, it's like reproduction of class society and a, and a sorting mechanism. That, that plays a really important part of that role in that. So it takes people from school and spews them out into different careers. Um, and it presents a kind of possibility of social mobility, sometimes like the actuality, but increasingly we know that like lots of graduates don't go into graduate jobs. People end up paying like huge amounts of effective tax through their student loan repayments, but they're stuck in like really shit jobs because um, the kind of promise of it that was given where the 50% of people can go to university and they'll all get graduate jobs just like obviously doesn't hold for like sheer reasons of numbers, let alone like the state of the economy um, mm -hmm. that we, we have seen for the past, you know, mm. since the big crash, right? Yeah, well, it's the, um, the, the, the promise, of course, was just if everyone in Britain improves themselves, that was the, the Blair, this was Blair's promise, right? If everyone in Britain improves themselves, then everyone in Brit then we can be a sort of big Singapore, a sort of high wage, uh, high value, high road capitalism, right? That was kind of the <laughs> promise. And then what I think is also very this sort of goes back to something you were saying earlier at the beginning, Amelia, right? Is that we've created we magicked a bunch of these things called universities into being out of nothing. We said that all we said all of them basically cost the same thing. Uh, however, the ones that are newer that are just as 
well, that are, are almost as expensive as sort of the um, your your Oxbridges or whatever. Um, they uh, they are the ones that are targeting sort of more uh, working class BAME students, and they're the ones that are now closing. They're they're closing departments. They are their mm-hmm. abilities to teach are withering away, and it is precisely because of because we said every because of these almost. You might, if you want to take it at face value, irresponsibly optimistic assumptions about the sheer power of a degree uh, that politicians in the 1990s and 2000s held. That if, uh, if everyone goes and gets a degree, gets their human capital improved by some nebulous process, then everything will be better. But as, as things crunch down, I think what we're going to do is approach the kind of number of universities that we had before 1992. Because we're demanding that they do the impossible. Yeah, and they talk a lot about the possibility of universities merging together. And one thing the government says a lot is like, universities should be providing value for money, which means students should get good graduate degrees or good outcomes. Like they should go into something like a graduate job, right? But obviously, universities do not control which jobs people get on graduation, right? They're already doing a huge amount. Like if you walk around most universities, it'll be like CV workshop in this Mm. room or like, you know, polish or human capital here or like the SU students union will be like, um, you know, uh, we're doing this workshop on getting a job. Like, like there's a huge focus on employability everywhere. They really are doing like a lot, but what determines which job you get is obviously not, um, whether you went to a CV workshop or not. It's not what your university did, even though those things might be nice. It's who your parents are, right? It's like which school you went to. It's how much money they have. It's your connections and universities don't deliver that right um and there are all kinds yeah all kinds of figures on even even um working class students at elite universities don't get that same that same extent Mm. of kind of career boost right so it's 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 a and then the government knows this right that that, that this is like a duplicitous trick um to think about how can we deal with this problem of the fact we have there's so many universities um and we don't we don't value them as like transformative. We don't value them for the purpose of education, um, but we want to keep them going because we know towns' economies are dependent on them. We know that they're really useful for private developers. Um, we know that you know whatever it is. So uh, you know how do we kind of like consolidate these national assets which are used for all of this private benefit? Um, and they're looking. I think that's the way they look at it, right? Mm-hmm. 